If you're worried about cybersecurity in your business and you're just not sure how to get started, then listen to this episode of TechSess because I'm going to give you some great advice on how to get going on your cybersecurity journey. Welcome to TechSess, the show that provides the information you need to know so that technology can help your business to be more successful. So let's talk about the three ways that you can handle cybersecurity within your business. Of course, you can try and do the DIY method and take some free advice from people like the National Cybersecurity Centre, the NCSC, and implement those changes within your business. And of course, it's going to have some effect against common threats when it comes to cyber. You can speak to your current IT provider and they may have some cyber capability and they may be able to help you with some things. They may be able to help you get Cyber Essential certified, for example. And again, you're covering the most common internet-based cyber threats. And then the third option for businesses is to engage with a dedicated cybersecurity specialist who can actually work with you to identify your specific threats and then work on a plan and strategy to help improve your current posture. So to make sure that everyone listening to this can get some takeaways from this episode, I'm going to talk about the DIY approach just now because I'm fully conscious that there will be people listening to this that are either just, you know, self-employed working by themselves or they're running a really small business of less than 10 employees and potentially won't have a dedicated budget to spend on cybersecurity. So I'm going to give you some advice and this is guidance that is taken from the National Cybersecurity Centre. We'll include links to this information, but I'll cover some of the things here just so that you've got something to take away just by listening to this episode. So the basic steps from the National Cybersecurity Centre will talk about three particular areas, which is things that you can handle from having policies in place, things that you can handle from having technical controls and actions in place, and then thirdly, things that you can do through you know training and awareness. So let's kind of cover some of the policy actions that they recommend that you should have in place. So some of the basics. Let's create a password policy. Now you could write something yourself or you could go into Google and search for password policies for IT and takes a template and create something that applies to your business, issue it out to all your staff and you know that should help eliminate people using weak passwords or replicating passwords and making sure they're not using their Facebook password for the login to their company email and that kind of stuff. You can have policies that tell staff how to work with USB drives, for example, in the business. You know, do staff even need to use USB drives to do their job? If not, then you can have a policy that decides if they're allowed to do it and if so, which staff do need access to use removable media or not. And you can do other things like signing up to like threat alerts and things online, like through action fraud and the police, where you'll get notifications of current topics and current threats to be aware of. So you can then push that information out to your team. Secondly, technical actions. So these are actual technical stuff that well, you'll have in place. If you've got an IT provider, they may have some of this stuff covered already. If you're handling your IT yourself internally, then these are some of the things that you should probably pay some attention to. So, for example, and again, this is the basics and it might sound really basic, but, you know, it's the basic things that often get people caught out when it comes to cybersecurity. So here's an idea of some of the technical controls that the NCSC 
recommend for small businesses. Switch on your firewall, making sure you've installed and turned on any antivirus software, easy for me to say, making sure that data is backed up, making sure that you install and turn on any tracking applications for mobile devices. So things like find my iPhone from Apple, ensuring that you have two-factor authentication enabled for all your important accounts, which is critical for email these days, making sure that you apply restrictions to prevent any of your staff from downloading third-party apps onto their devices and making sure that you install the latest software updates on all devices and making sure that you turn on automatic updates wherever possible. And then finally, on training and awareness actions, the NCSC say that you should create a cybersecurity training plan that you can use for all staff. Include details of your password policy explaining how to create non-predictable passwords. Include information on how to spot obvious signs of phishing. Include details on your reporting process if staff suspect that they've been phished. And include details on how your business operates and how they will deal with requests via email to make sure that people aren't being socially engineered by people outside of your organization. And then include details of Wi-Fi hotspot vulnerabilities and how staff should use alternative options. For example, you know, tethering to their mobile phone instead, making sure they have a, a VPN enabled to protect their internet surfing and things when they're out and about not being protected by the office network. So for those of you out there who are maybe running a larger business or working for a larger business and you actually want to engage with a dedicated cybersecurity team, then this next bit is for you. So I'm going to tell you about Here M3, how we engage with businesses when it comes to dedicated cybersecurity services and kind of what is the kind of initial process that we go through. So the first piece of work that we carry out with any new cybersecurity customer is a risk assessment and vulnerability assessment. And this consists of a number of different things which I'll kind of cover at a kind of high level here. So to give you an idea of the work that's involved. So first of all, we carry out a NIST cybersecurity framework risk assessment. Now NIST is the National Institute for Standards and Technology and their cybersecurity framework is widely regarded as the most common framework that businesses use to align their cybersecurity strategy with. We then carry out a secure configuration audit. We carry out an Office 365 or Microsoft 365 security audit. So we're auditing your security configuration of your servers, networking equipment, PCs and things, and then your Office 365 environment. We then carry out a Microsoft Azure security audit if you're using Azure. We actively test live controls using malicious binaries without any payload. So it's just a test. We carry out target phishing tests of up to 100 of your users. So we want to kind of establish a baseline of users that will fall for a phishing test so we can see kind of what users are putting you at risk. And it's not to really single anyone out. It's to kind of establish that there is a threat there of phishing uh, attempts on your business. We look at cyber attack surface enumeration, external vulnerability assessment, internal vulnerability assessment, a cloud infrastructure security audit, and we provide the audit and assessment reports, which includes an executive summary. And then we wrap the whole thing up with a board presentation so that we can ensure that the key stakeholders in your organization are all up to speed 
and aware of the current cybersecurity posture of the business. And that's to allow them to be able to make decisions going forward on allocating budget towards, you know, fixing these issues that have been identified and also ongoing cybersecurity spend. So we do need some information in order to be able to even create a proposal and a quote for this kind of work. So we really need to kind of drill into, you know, the scope and get a bit of a clearer picture of your IT infrastructure. And some of the initial kind of questions and information that we would ask about is, you know, give us as much information on the network infrastructure as possible. Some organizations will have network diagrams or schematics, which is really useful. Any information on your cloud infrastructure, a list of all the systems and software that you use for like line of business applications in your organization, and then the numbers of devices. So in a number of PCs, routers, switches, wireless access points, all that kind of stuff. So we kind of need to get that initial fact find before we can even get to the point of giving a proposal for this kind of work. And then the next natural question is, well, what happens after that piece of work's done? Well, a number of things can happen. You can take the information, choose to do nothing, which is obviously never a good idea. But the important thing to remember is that this has a shelf life. You know, the information that's highlighted in this kind of work can go out of date very quickly because your IT infrastructure can change very quickly. So you can't take this kind of report, sit on it for six months and then decide to do something. You really need to follow up with actions very quickly afterwards. Typically, to give you an idea, we're going to have a list of like priority one, priority two, priority three, priority four issues. Priority one being these are things that need resolved right now. So we would then typically create a proposal journey roadmap, call it what you will, to say, okay, so here's all the things that have been identified. Here's the things that, you know, we're going to do in the next 30 days, 90 days, 120 days kind of thing, so that you can start to see a plan to take the posture as it stands now and then move forward to really improve on that posture. And then the option to consider engaging with us for ongoing services to provide so some managed cybersecurity protection going forward. So I hope that kind of, I guess, paints a picture of how to get started with cyber. Like anything, there's various ways you can go about it. There's the low cost way and try and do it yourself, or there's the engaging with, you know, a professional team to tackle this. I guess it really comes down to your situation, your circumstance and Ultimately, it comes down to your appetite for wanting to improve cybersecurity posture within your business. And then, of course, as with everything in life, comes down to, you know, how much you can budget to spend on cybersecurity services. So I hope that helps. I hope you've got some takeaways from there. Make sure you check out the links to the NCSC's guidance in the show notes. If you'd like to reach out and discuss cybersecurity in your business with me, then please head over to our website. It is m3networks.co.uk and you'll be able to get hold of all of our contact details or just look me up on LinkedIn, drop me a message and I'd be happy to have a chat. That's all I have for you today. If you liked what you heard in this episode of TechSess, please consider subscribing to the podcast. Have a great day and we'll see you next time. TechSess is an M3 Networks podcast. Find out more at m3networks.co.uk.